Welcome to the ISA podcast series. This podcast covers all topics related to the International Sound Awards from the areas of sound, music and tech. The International Sound Awards promote innovative, smart and useful sound projects, products and services that contribute to the motto, make the world sound better. If you would like to learn more about the ISA, check www.international-sound-awards.com. Today we have another recording from our ISA Sessions 2019. At the ISA Sessions, a few nominees had the chance to present their project in more detail. The ISA Sessions were part of the official Raperband Festival program. In today's podcast, Antti Ikonen, composer, sound designer and university lecturer, will speak about the soundscape design for Helsinki New Children's Hospital. The New Children's Hospital in Helsinki is the largest children's clinic in Finland. The soundscape of the hospital was designed and implemented by Sound and New Media, Master of Arts, students from Alta University's Media Lab, under Antti Ikonen's instruction and supervision. The soundscape is generative and the 60-channel IP audio sound system covers all floors and elevators of the building. The sounds are designed according to the visual themes of the floors, from underwater to space and stars, aiming at a soothing experience, which also makes the hospital feel friendly for the children. Okay, guten Morgen. Good morning, everybody. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here. My case is a sound design for Helsinki New Children's Hospital. I'm uh, running a master's program called Sound in New Media in Aalto University, Helsinki, Finland. Uh, Aalto is a multidisciplinary uh, university with art and design, uh, technology and science, and then a business school. So, uh, this I would say that this this is a kind of a flagship project of, of such a multidisciplinary university because it has so many aspects in it. But without further ado, so the mission uh, was to make the hospital sound friendly. There is research about uh, medical care environments and, and what are the most uh, disturbing aspects for for uh, the staff and the patients in, in them. And uh, hospital soundscapes are, are often <coughs> considered hostile because of the medical equipment making the beeps and bleeps, and then also the acoustics of the corridors and, and, and rooms, which are kind of harsh and, and cold often. <coughs> so... Since the medical equipment is there, the acoustics, which is rather nice in this building, but anyway, they are there uh, in order to kind of uh, tackle the challenges of the acoustic in environment. The mission was to add some sounds to the interior of the building. So, uh, the two main sort of... Uh, Users of the building are, of course, the children, the patients, from zero year to, to 15. That's the age range of, of the patients in, in this hospital. And then, uh, of course, the staff. So the, the children should discover the, these sounds, like uh, 
find them and so that uh, they would uh, get some extra pleasure and, and positive stimulation. But on the other hand, these sounds shouldn't disturb the nurses, doctors, caretakers, everybody working 40 hours per week in the, in the hospital. Um, now this is a bit sort of a scientific in a, in a way now, so this kind of to, to have, have one slide which kind of uh, refers to my work as a university lecturer. Um, so the context of this project is acoustic communication. If you Google acoustic communication, you uh, have the first search results about whales or some some military equipment where uh, radars and stuff. But acoustic communication in the context of acoustic ecology is a term coined by Barry Truax. And it refers to sound as medium between people and their environment. So sounds like everything you hear outdoors, you leave this building and walk on the street. So this soundscape is a part of our orientation in the environment and also kind of a how we act and interact and sort of participate to the soundscape, making of the soundscape. Um, I didn't write it here, but, but to kind of, uh, in addition to this context, I, I need to mention that this is not music therapy. This is uh, not kind of a medicine. This is, this is of course, uh, the background research done before the actual project included kind of going through different scientific papers about everything possible which relates to, to, to healing and medicine and soundscapes and, and so, sort of uh, the stress levels caused by noise and so on and so on. But this is not the sort of argument for or the justification of the project. It's not medicine. But this, it's this sort of uh, acoustic communication. So, then the concept. Mm, so, the, the work was, the, the project was commissioned by the hospital, and their idea was just okay, let's put some loudspeakers on the corridors and then attach an MP3 play, player to each speaker and then put some loop playing there, okay? You understand that this would be very difficult to sort of maintain and manage. This kind of a system like standalone sound stations all over the building, plus being just uh, static loops playing all the time. Instead of that, what we proposed to the client is to use a generative method for the creation of the soundscape, which means that uh, <clears throat> all the sounds are in one pool and then a computer program, sound engine, sort of generates the soundscape on the fly of these ingredients. And also that we would specify uh, the different locations in the hospital sound-wise also, so each... Uh, place sonified uh, section of the building would have a sort of an own oral identity. So the rare thing here was that we were in, involved right from the beginning of, the, of planning the building. So 
When I was invited to the first meeting, there was just a hole in the ground uh, next to the old children's hospital. So the new building would be there. So this was three years before opening the hospital. So the first planning period was me sitting with architects, electric engineers, uh, the hospital computer uh, network people, loudspeaker manufacturers, and so on and so on. And um, thinking of where to place the loudspeakers and what kind of technology to to use. And uh, typically, those of you who are in, in acoustic branding business, you know that uh, the brief is is mm, a different thing as, as often a visual design. Uh, so you need to kind of co-create the brief together with a client. They say to you, okay, we want some soothing, pleasurable sounds for the kids, but, but of course they, they, the idea is that, that the experts know what that is in practice. So it's an iterative process to discuss with the client that, okay, what do you actually want and what you don't want and so on. So after that, the brief is there. And we took the visual guidelines of the building to be the audio guideline. Uh, I'll show some pictures soon, but but uh, just to explain briefly, there's a theme of, of nature going from underwater up to uh, a star and space, which are the utmost floors. If you have a, uh, underwater, you have beach, you have jungle, valley, forest, that's easy, okay. Then you go to space, well, there's no sound in space, so you need to kind of... Uh, negotiate with the client that, okay, this is how space sounds like, right? Um, and also the sound system, which is embedded in the technical infrastructure of the building, we were able to kind of uh, have a word on as well. So now to the tech part. So as I told, it's an audio engine. It's like an audio kaleidoscope you know kaleidoscope you turn the tube and you get ever-changing images but the colors are the same because you don't uh, change the content of the tube very often so here with a <coughs> very kind of a powerful uh, computer you can put tons of these ingredients there and you can program them to behave in very discreet way like what little snippet of audio goes to which loudspeaker and what time of the day and how often and how loud it is when it appears or the range of loudness. There are 60 discrete audio channels in the building uh, from the underground parking lot to the upmost floor. Uh, not in the patient rooms, not in the operation rooms but in corridors, lobbies, lounges, where people hang around and, and don't spend too much of their time. Also, the elevators have a, have a special soundscape, so elevator soundscape is, is sort of one, one entity. Uh, I don't know if you are familiar with Dante. It's a sort of a de facto uh, industry strand, standard of, of uh, 
digital media networks nowadays. So it utilizes the Ethernet cables in the building in question. So the convenience here is that there's no, not a meter of audio loudspeaker cable in the sound system, but the sound goes as data in the hospital computer network. So you plug an Ethernet cable to the loudspeaker, not an audio cable. So there's no signal loss, there's no kind of a hiss or hum or, or anything, and the latency is, is close to zero. Uh, and uh, the IP audio speakers, uh, which are used there, are donated by Genelec, a Finnish uh, loudspeaker manufacturer. And uh, when we started to plan this, this uh, soundscape, these speakers didn't exist yet. But the Genelec people said, well, okay, in three years we should be shipping these IP audio uh, speakers. So we took the risk and based the design, technical design on, on this. And uh, there they are. So <clears throat> what we are hearing here uh, at the moment is uh, sort of a samples of the uh, soundscapes in different floors, not as they are in the hospital, because in the host- hospital they are generated and never sound the same, exactly the same again. So these are sort of a uh, samples of the, the sounds made for, for this presentation. But anyway, so as you can hear, the material consists of, of nature sounds. Uh, and then there are musical ingredients, I would say. They are not melody lines uh, which last long, not, not any familiar tunes. They are, they, there's not any kind of beat or rhythm, but it's sort of an ambient um, you don't want to use a long melody because the computer is, keeps on changing it, it all the time. And also this fantasy aspect, we did, didn't want to mimic forest as such or mimic uh, jungle as such, but have some, some uh, sounds referring to them so, so that uh, it would be in line with the visual theme of each floor. And... Uh, then, then uh, the the music there is is just a kind of a I would say counterpoint of of, of the sounds. So there are field recordings. Uh, a little anecdote: uh, when we started uh, working with the students on the actual sounds, one of them was just uh, returned from a trip to Indonesia where he had recorded jungle sounds. So we could use them. Then we had a sound library of the Finnish National Broadcasting Company at our disposal. Then many of of the students here involved can play instruments. We use that and also synthetic sounds. You know, the space, it sounds like synthesizer, right? Um... So the most uh, important process or or method of working here was listening. So listening, listening and listening. First, uh, listening to the audio ingredients. So how does this or that 
squeak of, of a bird or, or scream of a little jungle lizard or, or this uh, sequence of ocean waves sound. And then layering these on top of each other and then, okay, testing whether these little uh, violin pizzicatos would go with these underwater bubbling sounds or not. And finally, uh, listening to these these um, demo sounds for longer uh, period of time, like if you think that that you are sitting and waiting for a doctor's appointment, it can last half an hour or or so, or you <clears throat> you are a parent of a kid uh, waiting that 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 your child is. Uh, 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 waking up after surgery, you might need to sit there for an hour. So it's very different from a linear little jingle or sound logo or or even a soundtrack of of video footage because it basically goes on forever. So in order to evaluate how you feel about the sounds, you need to expose yourself to the sounds for for, uh, even hours if possible. Uh, so how we implemented these sounds, we got the uh, possibility to spend one full weekend in the empty hospital a few days before it was open. So this was an experience in itself, like imagine a, a brand new hospital building with even without even any fingerprints on, on the door handles or anything untouched. And uh, we had uh, full access to all the floors and uh, a laptop as a remote controller, like sitting there and listening, and, and then, okay, should this little sound happen more often or, or more seldom, or is that little blink of the synthesizer too loud, perhaps, or should, should we uh, put it, replace it with, with, with another sound? Uh, so there are two aspects in this kind of a generative uh, soundscape design. Uh, first is adjusting the behavior of the audio engine. Okay, this might sound a bit weird if you your idea of mix down is that okay, put the kick drum a bit louder, so or something like that. But in in this case, uh, the how the sound engine behaves means that uh, what is the sort of a, difference of the night mode when the sounds go even lower and and at what time should that happen or uh, should this and or that bird appear more or less often and so on and so on and also the loudness and density uh, the general level loudness of the sounds is very low so if there's a lot of activity kids playing and, and, and chatting and so you don't even necessarily hear the sounds at all but then when it's less crowded less busy less noisy then the start uh, the, the sound uh, sound starts uh, to appear sort of in order to feel the uh, perhaps a bit spooky uh, space and atmosphere So, when we press the play button, so to say, now it's ready 
nothing. Uh, and we knew this. Uh, in the first meetings, a couple of years before we even started to make this, I said that uh, even though this is a pro bono project, I did this as my uh, part of my job as a university teacher. The students got credit points. Genelec donated uh, the um, loudspeakers, the Mac Pro computer, super duper Mac running the sound system donation, so on. I said we need to hire one person. Uh, who I happen to know? Because when we connect all these uh, devices and equipment together they don't work because uh, this kind of system as such doesn't exist anywhere. So the manual tells, okay, how this uh, router box works and how you kind of uh, program it. And then you have the manual for uh, the loudspeakers and, and so on. But what happens between these uh, devices, that's, that's not in any manual. So we need a person to kind of fix the incompatibility issues with the digital audio. So, uh, Mr. Jon Patrick Kuhlefeld was, was, was the guy who, who was sort of the, like the nerd in the science fiction thriller, which kind of does weird thing and prevents the meteor to hit Earth on the last minute. So, like 30 hours... 30 hours before the opening of, of the hospital, there was no sound in the elevators. And nobody could figure out how, how, what is the reason. And then we called him once again, could you please come here? And he was kind of going inside uh, sort of uh, some hospital uh, network, firewalls and whatever. And then finally we got the sound in the elevators. So these, these, in these kind of projects, it's, it's important to kind of... Uh, 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 try to figure out the bottlenecks and, and be prepared of, 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 of the things that most likely don't work plug and play. Then, of course, <clears throat> right from the start, listening to the users of, of the building, so, so having sort of an exit poll uh, interview of, of, in the first days, uh, Parents and, and the children leaving the hospital. Did you hear the sounds? And how did you like them? And and asking the nurses how they were. We heard some complaints that okay, in the seventh floor the soundscape was very spooky and and the the, the beeping was re really frightening. And then we went there and saw the situation was that they were testing the some medical equipment which were beeping there. So it was not our soundscape at all. Um, So we are planning a kind of very kind of a extensive uh, user survey, interviewing the children, their parents, and the employees. And then on the basis of this feedback, we want to refine the uh, soundscape <clears throat> because since it's in one computer, we can treat any any detail as as we like. But it's no use to kind of uh, program and program it over again without knowing how the uh, users of the building feel about it. And why not commercialize this in the future after having the research done? So 
we did it, it's working. And uh, six months after opening the, opening the hospital, I, I visited the place once again and, and asked the uh, one, one doctor who is in charge of the technology in the hospital that how, how, how is the, the soundscape. And he said that, okay, the soundscape is the only technology in the building which is working 24-7 without any glitches. So that's, that, that was a compliment. We needed to reprogram the uh, auto startup booting script on the Mac Pro so that we needed to redo. So in, in case there's a sort of power uh, cut or electricity is, is, is off for some, some reason, then the computer boots itself and, and starts the soundscape again. But that was a bit trickier than we thought. But other than that, everything fine. And here is the crew. So steering group myself plus a couple of experts, Jompa Kuhlefeldt, or digital audio specialist, and then the rest of the people are students, different roles, programming the Max Patch, designing the sounds. There's a little website and a project video, which is, I guess, on the uh, ISA 2019 website at the moment. So... That's it, more or less. I have some pictures which I show briefly. Uh, this is the building. Uh, and this was our kind of a guideline. This is kind of the themes of it's in Finnish, I'm sorry, but the themes of the of the different floors. So here's the loudspeaker placement of the parking lot. So we needed to kind of deal with this kind of a, uh, visualizations as well. So this is a block chart of uh, the first floor. Uh, there was an electric engineering company who did this, of course. So we, we didn't need to go into this. And so this is how it looked like in the, when the building was under construction. We were able to visit it in, 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 in this, this phase in order to kind of get an idea of the dimensions. Like, of, of course, it's not finished at all, but, but how long is the corridor and how high is the ceiling and so on. So this, uh, this is from the classroom wall, all the floors of the building and the loudspeaker positions. <laughs> That's me kind of sketching out some notes for the students. So this is the whiteboard, my, my horrible handwriting, uh, brainstorming with the students, kind of discussing how to start working, uh, working on the concept. So this is not the actual thing, this is sort of a, a concept and uh, idea of, of how this would work. A recording session in a yoga center, some Tibetan bells. Uh, this is not from the hospital, this is from the university, Alto University campus. We had a sort of a demo set up in a, a corridor which resembled a bit, bit uh, with some office rooms, not classroom, resembled a bit, bit the actual environment. So we had this 
running uh, a couple of months before the hospital was opened. Uh, so for one week we had uh, demos of the sounds in, in, the, in the university campus, one of the buildings there. Now this is the parking lot. Uh, There's one loudspeaker of the nine all together in the parking lot. And uh, fine-tuning the max patch and scratching the heads with the why the hell we don't hear anything. And this is from the hospital cafe. It was not, not in use yet. So, so doing the next iteration of, of certain sounds after listening them in the hospital. So happy faces after the long weekend in the building. This is, I think, the seventh floor or something, a lounge there. And, and we were sitting and listening to, 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 to the sounds. So this is from the balcony of the, of the hospital view to the Helsinki downtown. Thanks a lot. Uh, I'm happy to answer any questions. Thank you very much. Very interesting. Uh, I saw on the list you put at the end of personnel there was a music medicine specialist. Yes. What was that, please? Uh, music medicine specialist. Uh, he's a doctor and uh, but specialized in in uh, hearing issues and and kind of uh, noise uh, problems, but also uh, a musician. Himself, so he was a sort of in the steering group, a person bridging these two domains, like like a professional um, healthcare uh, expertise, and on the other hand, things related to hearing and and even even music. He didn't participate in the actual making of the. Is he a music therapist or a musicologist? What is his qualification and, and education? Uh, he's, a, he's a doctor specialized in, in, in uh, ears and hearing and, and, and this, this kind of stuff. Okay, but not, not, not music as such? Not music as such. I, 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 if I remember, he's, he plays trumpet, so he has a sort of a Classical musical training, but that's his hobby, more or less. But he's the sort of doctor in-house for the Helsinki Symphony Orchestra, for instance. another question. Um, what kind of <clears throat> parameters did you have for the sounds to tweak them live? You talked about having this kaleidoscopic... Mm. Thing. So, so how did you insert the randomization parameters for the sounds? Uh, yes, well, it's, it's the loudness range for each little snippet of audio, first of all. So what is the lowest level of, of each sound and then what is the highest level? So at, at just that range and also the uh, density of, of frequency of appearance. So what is the uh, shortest time when this sound appears again? And what is the longest time when it appears again? Then there are some 
more uh, sort of uh, like like the 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 envelope, like whether some sounds have a fade in fade out curve, and and what is the sort of range of the sort of the the ramp of of fade in fade out. So so do you have live control over those parameters? No, uh, there was a discussion about whether there should be some kind of interaction in the system like like a webcam detecting how many uh, people are in a space but in the end i said that that i would leave it out because it's a risk of of some sort of malfunction if the interaction channel uh, has has a problem then then it messes up the whole whole sound and, and, and it's much more difficult to track what is the problem so we left it out so the intelligence in the in the system is is uh, kind of how it's programmed to behave according to time like time of the day uh, we are not in the time of the year level yet but but that's that's under construction that's possible to kind of a program that that the winter months sound different than the summer months and so on. That's cool. Mm. So has there been any outside interest for the project? Yes, there's a <clears throat> one another hospital uh, in the Helsinki uh, metropolitan area where we kind of implemented a smaller version, just a kind of a two lounges with a um, two, 2.0 uh, so- sounds because they they didn't have a budget for that actually they just wanted to test it and it was a, a hospital for elderly people so so a very different kind of of course the sounds were were different but but there's the interest yes indeed but but uh, I'm I'm not uh, I'm a bit sort of a mm, what say hesitant to to kind of uh, commer- commer- commercialize this before I have some data on the user surveys then I have sort of I might have proved that this is this works and and, and uh, let's see um, I know there are some studies that show that the right soundscape and to avoid alarms to mm. put this in short you are absolutely right that this this is an important aspect but the sort of a a situation where you you sort of are exposed to a healing soundscape that that sort of is often that you you lie in the bed or sit in the armchair and have all uh, loudspeakers or near field monitors or something so so the all the test uh, setups uh in the research of the impact of sounds and music to healing had this kind of situation that, okay, you sit still or lie still and, and the sort of it's fixed, but the kids run around and they they might hear the sounds or they might not hear the sounds and so on and so on. Yeah. But I rather mean not the healing music, mm. you said, described, it's more mm. really the soundscape, the atmosphere, mm. 
alarms, yeah. signals, yeah. Uh, noise. And I guess it's uh, exactly what you are doing. Mm. There are studies about this. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a um, one, one we interviewed uh, one nurse for the project video. Uh, lately, uh, in, in um, two weeks ago or something, so recently, and she said that uh, she has a kind of a several cases, like a very, very strong uh, proof that that, for instance, for kids which are going to an operation, they are lying in the bed, they 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 are already a bit medicated, they might be scared, they find the soundscape very kind of uh, soothing and, and kind of uh, makes them less frightened. So, Because I can remember we had a workshop here two years ago and the guys presenting, they uh, had a similar project and they did some testing, mm. I guess, or, yeah. and they yeah. had some results that is atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. what was the, the name of the... Uh, The name was was Georg Haidu. Georg Haidu, yes. I, I was in contact with him while we were doing, we changed emails and I got his sort of uh, oh, research at, at my disposal. So that was uh, helpful indeed. And I was happy that, that uh, ICA uh, has a such case in there sort of uh, here, here uh, in, in, in the in the context of, of the sound awards that, that this sort of a well, how would I say non-profit thing is, is also included so I thought why not submit this project of course yes we also open for yes. non-profit sure. project yes yes depends on the content sure okay so thank you very much Antti that was thank really you, interesting Thanks a lot, Auntie Econon, for the insights into your project. We hope to see you again at the ISA 2020. We are looking forward to interesting submissions and new cooperations for the International Sound Awards 2020. If you want to submit a case, you can do this from the 3rd of February until the 30th of April 2020. More information on www.international-sound-awards.com. Again, the ISA will be hosted in Hamburg, Germany, in cooperation with the Reeperbahn Festival. The ISA sessions and a get-together will take place on Wednesday, the 16th of September, 2020. You can celebrate the winners of the ISA with us at our award show on Thursday, the 17th of September, 2020. Thank you for listening and until next time.